Scott. Yes. You ready? Yeah, I've been ready. Is that why you were just sitting back? Like, why aren't they starting this? <laughs> no, I'm just letting you do what you uh, want to do. Okay. Well, here's what I want to do: start the podcast. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> See how smooth that was? We didn't even plan it. It was menthol smooth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is episode 45 of the podcast. Five more episodes until Tommy O'Neill returns. And, and that'll be fi- the 50th episode. Mm-hmm. Exciting. That's silver? I'm not sure what that is. I don't know. Okay, so I'm Casey Gummo, and my co-host tonight Luke is... Groucho. <laughs> and um, we have a special guest here. Uh, Tommy Shemp. <laughs> <laughs> Producer, who are you? Huh? Stretch marks. <laughs> you have to say Scott stretch marks. Stretch marks. You're just the straight lost... up stretch marks. Yeah, just stretch marks. The sixth uh, Marx brother stretch. <laughs> stretch marks. <laughs> stretch Armstrong. As he's stretching. Right <laughs> he was never in the movies because he had a long pole vaulting career. <laughs> So it's our crew is back from the Talent Factory, and this is the podcast. Nothing's Nothing's too too weird. Music, music, music. Maybe a Peter Gabriel song. (laughs) Yes, something. All right, so. Yeah, we're the crew from the Talent Factory. We were just at the Talent That's Factory true. in the green room together. This is a reunion. It is. It's our reunion podcast. And so the Talent Factory is supposed to be haunted. Who knows? Did you guys have any experiences? I didn't personally. No. But did you, Tommy? I, no, I didn't really either. Just a lot of doors in the back that didn't really lead anywhere. Very, really? Yeah, there in that back hallway where we went out back to like uh-huh. smoke and stuff. There were like four different doors that I don't know where they went. Yeah, wow, I saw those doors. It was very, <laughs> very tiny too. Very. Well, I think just I think just any building that's older than fifty years can make the claim that it's haunted. Right. Like, yeah. Especially a theater. Like some bad vaudeville actress probably just got fed up one night and hung herself in the back right. or something. I bet she did. Because this is what she's doing. I looked it up. It was in the Nevada Times. Nevada Times. I'm a subscriber. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a story. Okay, so you'll see sometimes chandeliers are swinging. Were there chandeliers? I, I guess I didn't notice. They must not have been swinging the <laughs> night we were there. <laughs> the lights will turn off and on. Did they? No. Fog machines will uh, just like appear. The yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fog machines will just fill the room with smoke. It sounds like someone was just producing a show and the writer was not aware. <laughs> it was Phantom of the Opera. There was an unfilled fridge in the green room and maybe the ghost drank the snacks and like Could ate be. the snacks and drank the water and stuff that was supposed to be Could in be. there. Maybe it was that wasp that was a ghost. <laughs> there, there, yeah, there, there was, was a, a wasp. Yeah. He's haunting the place. A showbiz ghost wasp. <laughs> And here's something else that happened. Um, there, the woman saw if there's a fake ficus tree downstairs. It was shaking. That's very specific. 
you know, uh, it's a haunted fake ficus. There was a real ficus next to it, and that thing did not move. <laughs> it was exclusively that ghost only haunts fake ficuses. You uh, know who this sounds like a job for? I hope it's not women, because that would ruin my childhood. <laughs> ficus <laughs> busters. <laughs> Uh, is Fallout Boy gonna do the theme song for that too? <laughs> um, here's what else we could have. Okay, the ghosts left the owners. Who, who knows about the owners? They didn't really converse with us. They left them movie poster gifts. They left the what? There's like movie posters in there, and uh-huh. they said they checked somewhere the night before, and they didn't see any movie posters. And then, lo and behold, there were movie posters. The ghosts left them for them. Oh, wait, as that's gifts. weird. Yeah. <laughs> How are these ghosts acquiring, <laughs> like, physical objects? I don't know. These are powerful ghosts. Are, can ghosts go on eBay? And <laughs> They found these posters that were not water damaged. The ghosts found them for them uh-huh. and presented them to them. Well, that's a helpful ghost. It is. Then. It's almost as if it was a previous owner. <laughs> <laughs> Here's here's the kicker, I think, that really proves it. A cord was stretched out, and it stretched out all by itself and went on the stage. Did someone actually see no, this? No. They didn't hmm. see it stretch out, but they went in, and it was <laughs> wrapped up. Well, that up. was Tommy. He was That's, setting up for the show. That's actually how Dylan went electric. <laughs> <laughs> A cord just plugged in, and then music was changed forever. <laughs> music was changed forever down here earlier. It, it it was it was. You compared it to the Grand Canyon. Well, I said it was. It made. Are we? Well, I should. There should be some backstory. <laughs> we figured out how to loop drum sounds, and uh, that I said that made the Grand Canyon look like bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we were able to figure figure out how to go boom and then repeat it for six minutes. <laughs> Yeah, the Grand Canyon is bullshit. <laughs> this is a podcast that's not afraid to say it. Right. Grand Canyon. Is there any natural wonders that you think are bullshit, Tommy? Uh, not necessarily that are bullshit. I did read the other day that uh, we just figured out in the last year that the Great Pyramid of Giza, though, uh, is longer on one side than the other. Oh. <laughs> just discovered in 2015. <laughs> really? I thought you were going to say that it was a grain bin. <laughs> <laughs> 20, 2015 was the first time someone thought, maybe we should walk around all the sides and see how long it is. <laughs> we should measure this thing. Yeah. So you're saying the Great Pyramid of Giza is business in the front, party in the back? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Scott? Oh, nothing. Listen. Sometimes when things happen, I'm going to say what's happening. There's a ghost down here at... Uh... I've seen cords stretch themselves out, out here. Right. Has Scott been dead this whole time? <laughs> yeah. He's been plugging things in, stretching out cords, and then shaking the chandeliers around, shaking the ficus tree, the fake one only. I don't Is there know. any significance to that pyramid being longer on one side? No, I think it was just since it was ancient times, they didn't have a great ruler. So, other yeah. than the one who went in the pyramid. So it turns out that, that it was wasn't like this amazing, I mean, it was amazing. It was aliens. You know. 
Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't as cool as we thought it was. Wasn't some perfect pyramid. So they are bullshit. Let's tear yeah, it down. <laughs> I'm over it now. Bulldoze it. What about you, Scott? Is there any natural wonder that you think this is bullshit? Uh, name one. I guarantee it's bullshit. <laughs> here's how I know the. Name another one. Here's how I know the seven <laughs> wonders of the world. The movie Overboard. They make a golf course <laughs> of the seven <laughs> wonders of the world. <laughs> so it's like the Taj Mahal. And the pyramids of Giza, and you know Goldie Hawn has to draw them all out for this man. And did it specify ahead of time that she was good at drawing? No, she she <laughs> just <laughs> found that out. She discovered it right when she was poor. She discovered she was good at drawing. Yeah, it's a nice story. Wait. I love it. So you're telling me that there's a scene in the movie Overboard <laughs> <laughs> where Goldie Hawn draws the Hanging Gardens of Babylon? Well, they didn't show that one, but. You know, it's like a, a mini golf course, and it has to tie into the seven wonders of the world. So there's Mount Rushmore, and all of the seven wonders of the world are in this golf course. They sell it to the Chinese. What did they get do a business with... loan? What did they do with the other eleven holes? You know, I don't know. They might have just expanded the wonders. I guess runners up to Elk Cove. Right, <laughs> the wonders of Elk Cove. Yellowstone. <laughs> Mount Rushmore, a wonder. I don't know. It was in this golf course. I don't know if that's the real wonders. I think it's considered like one of the modern wonders, uh, but well, because then the, yeah, they have like the ancient wonders, the natural wonders. Do you think this podcast Andre is one the of the giant. modern wonders of the world? I think it is. Yeah. Digital it's, wonders. It's an audio wonder. Audio wonder. Yeah. I've said it here. What are the other six? Who knows? Make a golf course of it, and then I'll find out. <laughs> All right. No, Andre the Giant was the eighth. <laughs> China was the ninth. China the wrestler? Yeah. Andre Andre the Giant was billed as the eighth wonder of the world, and oh. uh, Trino was eventually billed as the ninth wonder of the world. She just died. Yeah, she just died. She had, um, I've seen photos of her vagina because it's remarkable. <laughs> what? Is that what killed her? <laughs> her vagina killed Good her. Good remarkable or bad remarkable? Bad remarkable. How did she die? Did... From her vagina? No, I don't know. <laughs> How did she die? Drugs, I think. Why did you see pictures of know. her vagina? Look up she China did. the Wrestler's vagina. China. <laughs> Look up China vagina. <laughs> she did some porn after she was done wrestling. And everyone's like, well, she does have a penis. Because that's what's going on in her vagina. It looks like there's a little penis in there. <laughs> Maybe it's Photoshopped. I don't know. Listen, May, like, I get my facts from Overboard the movie. <laughs> don't quote me on this because I have no idea. But maybe an enlarged, enlarged clitoris. <laughs> is, that, is, oh. is that a medical thing? Yeah, it's medical. Am I going to blue? <laughs> and now we turn to our resident clitoris expert, Luke Ritter. <laughs> Suddenly, Phyllis Diller. Are we going to blue? Suddenly, Phyllis Diller. <laughs> Suddenly, that's my new sitcom on NBC. You've been Phyllis Diller for years. <laughs> well, tell us about that clit, Phyllis. <laughs> Scott, are you looking it up or yeah, what? I'm trying to find it. I can't find it. Oh, she scrubbed it from the internet. <laughs> well, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. Yeah, that was kind of a bummer when she died. It was. It was recent, wasn't it? it yeah, was... it was in the last year. Was it from drugs? I don't know. I think that's what they suspected, but I never read anything official. Well, let's move on to happier news. Richard it looks Simmons. like a pretty normal vagina. I don't know. 
Look up weird vagina. <laughs> we'll put a picture on the Facebook page. Yeah. Scott, we've got to move on to Richard Simmons. Put your phone down. Yes. Alright. Here's what's going on with him. No Richard Simmons update. <laughs> so Tommy, you may not know that people come to this podcast to get the latest Richard Simmons news. Okay. It's just something I don't know, people they count on us mm-hmm. for Richard Simmons news. I will go ahead and just not question that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so the inquirer said Richard Simmons disappeared because he's been transitioning into right. a woman. And then Richard Simmons is like, no, I'm not. Is he? Who well, knows? He's he, under black magic. He's under his uh, housekeeper. Yeah. Uh, that's what they, they've they claimed. But when they, I've seen those uh, Inquirer stories. Yeah. And they use like photos that was obviously him like on the late show doing yeah. a gag <laughs> dressed as a woman. Yeah. On like a TV show. And then they're trying to make that sound like he is transitioning right And now. I think... I don't think he is, but I think nothing could be better for the trans community he, is if someone could out Caitlyn Jenner as the spokesperson for them and then make Richard Simmons the spokesperson because he is, he's the eighth wonder of the world. He's, he kicks out Andre to the he's Giant. The, now he's the tenth wonder of the world. Okay, he's the tenth. Fine. Fine. He, fine. But fine. he actually, I can't remember the exact quote. If only I could look it up somehow. <laughs> He went on uh, the Today Show. He, they did a phone interview with they him. They did. And he said, no, I basically, no, I'm not transitioning. Mm-hmm. But then he made very supportive comments about the transgender community. Because he's wonderful. Because he's a wonderful man. Yeah. And he's still tweeting. Oh, he's great. You know what I love? Sweating to the oldies. <laughs> did you guys sweat to the oldies? Uh, I never have. Oh, God. My mom did. Scott? What? Have you ever sweat to the have oldies? I, of course not. Come on. I did it in gym I know class. I have. Yeah, and I have. But, I mean, we did it in gym class. Wow. And that's yep. fun. Like, how old were you? In high school. That's really weird. <laughs> it, it, it would have been long after the... When were the Sweat into the Oldies tapes the made? The early 80s, probably. Yeah. Well, people were just like, I think this would be a good segment in our gym thing and it was like right. the only thing i was like i'm i'm enjoying myself i just remember how the first tape start i've only seen the first one of yeah the <laughs> it starts out boom there's a live band <laughs> yep there's a live band they're in a dance hall <laughs> yep you hear the bass kicking boom 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 you see a, a tasteful pump mm-hmm. pumping onto the ground <laughs> and an unbelievably oiled calf yeah and it just pans up to Richard Simmons. <laughs> and it's, it's a powerful moment. He, God, he's good. What were those weird cards he had for a diet thing? Do you guys remember that? Meal deal meals? Meal deals? Meal deal or deal meal or something. There were all kinds of commercials for those. I think he could never get back the magic from Sweat into the Oldies. So that's our Richard Simmons news. We love him. He he's said, not... well, he cl- the Today Show interview claims he said, I just want some time for me. Yeah. I just want to be by myself. Cause I he, want me for me. Because <laughs> he used to call up, like, clients every, like, he would call up hundreds of people. And that yeah. would just be his life. It was just so giving draining. to others. Yeah. yeah. So I don't blame him if that's yeah. true, that he just wants to. I don't believe there's any black magic involved. I, I think he just wants to be left alone. Let's leave Richard Simmons Except alone. not on this podcast. Not on the, he'd be a wonderful guest. Yeah. Hopefully he'll come on when he wants to come out of the house. Right. Um, something else that we just found out is happening is um, 
something Tommy discovered, the NKOTB rock this boat. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... The greatest reality show of all time, clearly. I have not seen an episode of it, <laughs> but nothing is going to top it. I have the description right I'm here. Ready. We're all ready. Okay, so this is the plot summary of Rock This Boat NKOTB. Which we should <laughs> specify because I didn't know. New kids on the block. Yeah, <laughs> I knew that. And also let's specify, they're not paying us for this plug. No. Just, this is just something we're giving to them for free. And at this point, not new. Not no. new kids. <laughs> no, no. But they can give us money if they want. Okay. Well, I think it depends on what block they're on. <laughs> That's right. All right, here's here's the description uh, from IMDb. It's, uh, diehard fans take the vacation of a lifetime when they board a cruise with the sole <laughs> intention of being near the members of their favorite band for just a few days. And that band is apparently new kids on the block. Wow. It doesn't say... In that description, that New Kids on the Block is performing at any point on this cruise. <laughs> For all we know, people are just going on the cruise to be near them. <laughs> is this like a carnival cruise is setting this up, or did they buy a boat? Is it an off-brand cruise line? <laughs> no, I think I think what they usually do for stuff like this is they go through a cruise line and then right. like sell seats that way, and then whatever they don't sell is just regular cruise people. So there'll be regular crew people, cruise people on there that are just going to have a miserable time. Absolutely. It's going to be them and a bunch of like crazy 40-year-olds. Uh, well, oh, the cast, uh, according to IMDb, again, the cast includes a whole range of NKOTB devotees. Oh, God. Uh, all four well, different a, kinds. A boat full. <laughs> All four different kinds of modern new kids on the block fans. It says four? No. Oh. No. We've uh, broken it down. But it includes... And it just shows uh, the group. It includes three sisters taking the family cruise they've always dreamt about. Oh my god, who dreams about that? And Everyone a, gets diarrhea on cruises. Really? It's like just poop boats floating out in the ocean. Boats. And it also includes a group of single moms looking to let their hair down by partying <laughs> with rock stars. Rock stars! I hope that we watch this show and it turns out that that group of moms looking to party with rock stars realizes they're on the wrong cruise. <laughs> they want the Brett Michaels You know cruise. what I like that it's like, when we watch this show, it's like, obviously we're all watching this show. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna set my DVR now. I think it's on Pop TV. <laughs> While we're on the topic of bands, we should immediately get to Blink-182. Yeah. There's there's some developments that have been developing for a long time that have just come to the forefront. Um, Tom DeLonge, who is the guy with the lip ring from Blink-182, <laughs> one of... Okay. You may also recognize him as the whiny one he's from Blink-182. The whiny one. Is he? He's the whiny one. Yeah, he's the yeah. super nasally one, yeah. Okay. And... He has quit Blink-182, and he's on a quest now. I don't know. He's hunting aliens, I think, kind of. He's he's become an amateur ufologist. Is that what they call him? I ufologist? But I had read there are some there's some debate on the internet uh, <laughs> that whether or not he's uh, actually quit Blink-182 or if they're just on a break. They're on a break? I, I don't know. It's... it's uh, well, it'd be a real weird break considering they have a new member and are putting out songs. Oh, really? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Oh, poor Tom. It's uh, Ma- it's Matt. 
It's uh, Matt Skiba from, I think he's from Thrace. Okay, I don't know that. I, it's either. another band in that kind of same area of music. He <laughs> said, I can't tour nine months out of the year with enough time to do the enormity of what I'm setting out to do. What's he going to do? When you're an individual like me, dealing with something that's a national security issue, and you're being gifted with the opportunity to communicate something you've been passionate about your whole life, something that has the opportunity to change the world over time, being a small part of that is enormously important for my life path. That wow. is intense. Very intense. Is, yeah. Is he working with... I, I read... And granted, I read this before I was going to sleep last night, so I'm a little foggy. But is he working with some part of SETI, which is the uh, search for extra, what is it, search for extraterrestrial extraterrestrial intelligence? Because they they were mentioned in this article. I don't know if he's working with them or if he's branching out on his own and doing... What is... You've seen videos of it, Tommy. Oh, yeah. I spent a good chunk of my day on this today. <laughs> uh, preach, are you Tommy. Gonna, preach. Are you going to join his hunt? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh. Uh, I don't I don't like conspiracy theory people at all. Because uh, he's... Uh, I watch those interviews and uh, he has his own company. Like, he's funding a bunch of stuff to go find aliens. Wow. Uh but he's one of those people who thinks that the government knows about aliens and have been covering it uh-huh. up this whole time. Instead of maybe just uh, Occam's razoring it and thinking, like, well, they haven't found any yet. Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I We watch alien shows sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's this NASA... What is it called, Scott? Uh, unexplained file. And I oh, think, yeah, I know that show. But I think even, like, NASA's, like... We don't know what's going on. Right. I don't think they're hiding stuff. I think they're like... I I don't know. I think space is so vast. Space is terrifying. This is high science, I know. (laughs) Uh, I mean, there's so many planets out there. Mm -hmm. To me, there's got to be a chance that there's some sort of life out there that we're not the only ones in the universe. But apparently... It's really hard to travel in space. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so who's to say it's not hard for any other kind, if That's if there's I... any kind of other intelligent life near us? Well, I think, I think the whole intelligent life thing is kind of what irks me. Like, I mean, just surely on law of averages, there's life on other planets. Right. But I think it's, I think it's really, really self-absorbed of us as human beings to think that it's going to be something we recognize immediately. Right. <laughs> Like all of the all of the like Roswell stuff is like humanoid looking right. things and <laughs> stuff like that. It's it's real cocky to assume that like we're gonna be a finding things that look and act like us in any way. <laughs> right. It's also cocky to assume that's it. We're the greatest out there. <laughs> Nothing can find us. And can we, we really can, can we really define intelligence by just? It's Tom DeLonge is how I define intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Also, if the government found aliens, they would tell everyone immediately. Like, I don't buy it. Like, I don't buy into the idea that, like, NASA or the Air Force would cover that up. Particularly NASA, because, like, they don't have a budget that allows them to send human beings into space themselves anymore. Like, if NASA finds evidence of intelligent life... Uh, they're gonna blast it everywhere as soon as possible because they will they make want money. exactly they right. will make billions of dollars to do it, 
And there's really, I don't understand, I don't understand the negative of, uh, if, like, NASA or the military found intelligent life of telling, uh, the people that they found it, because the only people who seem to think that intelligent life, uh, would inherently be so evil that the government would cover it up are people who think the government already covered it up. Oh, right. I think that they... I think at the very least... these shitty pyramids. Right. They don't know how to measure sides, pyramids. They're, they're a bunch of Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> they're just grunting. That's what I think. And maybe Tom DeLong is going to prove me wrong. He's out there. Well, I feel like the whole time off. I feel like the whole government conspiracy thing is something. It's people who just can't accept the way things exist, like the way things happen. And that's their particular channel of dealing with that. Mm. As opposed to any other way, like uh, overeating or smoking a bunch or handling your problems like an adult. Uh, I prefer the smoking and overeating a bunch. <laughs> Me too, I say as I cough. <laughs> I think we're handling things great. We're handling letting people know about Richard Simmons. What do we? Are we done with Tom DeLonge? He's out on his own at this point. Oh no! One thing I was gonna say. I watched one of those interviews. It was an old one. It was like a like maybe like ten years old. <coughs> and he said that he had a uh, hundred and thirty six hours of interviews with like government officials and stuff, uh, say like confirming the existence of aliens. And he then pointed to five VHS tapes. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently. Uh, Apparently his whole thing uh, is he's actually working with someone who's apparently spent a decade interviewing all of these people uh, to say there's intelligent life, uh, but none of them actually have any proof outside of just eyewitness accounts. Wow. Which can be deceiving. They yeah. can be. Well, and he also, he also has a store called To The Stars, <laughs> where he sells UFO-related, like, Shirts and books that he's written and things like and that. I, this is probably to fund his research. <laughs> well, he's the money. I mean, he's he, rich anyway. Right? Is he going to go into space? Is like that his a plan? like a Richard Branson? Like go out there and be like, "I'm coming to get you." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I think he's just going to make a boatload of money off of other UFO people is right. all that's going to happen. Maybe he found there's more money in UFOs than being like a 90s pop punk band. How much does UFO Con pay for appearance? I feel like better than Blink-182 money. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to get to find out because I think uh, me now is going to make sure you never perform at Alien Con. I think we're all on the list now. <laughs> Do you think the government's going to shut down this podcast to hide this? It'll be like one of those weird, that weird coast to coast thing <laughs> where the broadcast is interrupted. Oh god! We'll I have love... a frantic Tom DeLonge calling in. <laughs> I'm actually being paid by the government to dispel all evidence of extraterrestrial life. Uh, this is a false flag podcast. <laughs> Alex Jones swoops in. <laughs> I love... Alex Jones can fly. <laughs> That's something else we've been lied about. I'm talking jetpacks. <laughs> Black helicopters, jetpacks. Are, are you Jesse Ventura? <laughs> no, it's Alex Jones. Oh, they both have it. That's what happens when you have too many secrets. 
You sound that way. You bury them all in here. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I think I figured out the conspiracy theory. What? Uh, We're doing it. Tom Tell DeLonge. me what it is, Tommy. <laughs> no, I think, I think Tom DeLonge doesn't actually believe in UFOs. Tom I DeLonge think... isn't real. <laughs> or Tom DeLonge, I guess. I keep saying it no, wrong. No, I think I'm saying it wrong. I mean, this is the lie. He's uh, convinced us all he's a human. I think... <laughs> I think he is a false flag plant by the United States government to get people freaked out about aliens yep. so they'll buy more guns. He is a false flag. He would, He's a weird choice to go to, though. <laughs> yeah. He's a crisis actor. It's like Scientology and Tom Cruise. It's just like, this is our guy. It's Tom, they're, <laughs> Tom DeLonge's they're our guy. Toms. Yeah. When's going to be my time? <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to be the spokesperson of? What crazy... Like, what conspiracy would you like to just... Are there any weird conspiracies behind the whole uh, breaking off from the European Union? So yeah. maybe you could be the spokesperson, the false flag person for that. Nah, it's just good old-fashioned xenophobia. Uh, <laughs> That's boring. As opposed to xenophobia, <laughs> which is a fear of Scientology. I'm not afraid. Or Xanadu-phobia, which <laughs> is a fear of the Broadway musical Xanadu. You know what, one time... When I was little, I was watching an Olivia Newton-John concert. I think it was on HBO, and she just changed her costume so many times, and I just hoped every time. I'm like, is that concert going to be on where that woman changes her clothes so many times? <laughs> I thought it was magical. I'm like, how is this happening? Obviously, there's TV editing and whatever, but I was like, this woman's amazing. I bet she's an alien, and, <laughs> and Tom DeLonge is looking into it as we speak. <laughs> Thank God he's on the case. I want to be I want to be the spokesman not for a particular conspiracy theory but for the other side of the coin. I want to be the spokesman for lonely dudes like me who like stay up all night listening to podcasts and reading about conspiracy theories on Wikipedia <laughs> but don't believe them. Like I read I read all the same stuff that like the actual conspiracy theory people do. My only thing is I'm just sitting there the whole time like oh this is bullshit. <laughs> Now, Tommy, you may not know this about Scott and I, but we've been on a Bigfoot hunt. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah we have. And turns out we didn't find Bigfoot, but <laughs> something transpired on that front that I didn't... Okay, this is what happened. So, someone posts on... We didn't go Bigfoot hunting like we believe in Bigfoot, let's be clear. He doesn't know that. Well, that's that's fine either way. I'm not I'm not a person who like no, no, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a person who's necessarily closed off to Bigfoot or UFOs or anything like that. But <laughs> my thing I'm closed off to Bigfoot. And I well, yeah, okay. Tommy Morgan Bigfoot's for chemtrails. <laughs> <laughs> but but my my thing is always the next step where it goes to. Uh, not only does this thing exist, the government's hiding it from us this whole time. <laughs> that's where I step stop the line. We went with these people in Bonaparte and. I think that they think their job is to find Bigfoot. And so we went, and then recently someone, um, so we went with people from the Cold Sweats podcast, and one of them is Denver Walker, and his wife posted on Facebook a link to an article about a woman in Bonaparte seeing Bigfoot. Well, it's this woman that took us on our trip. Mm -hmm. And then so she posted on Denver's page, Jacob tagged everyone that was there, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, weeks later, who's popping in with a comment? The lady that took us on a Bigfoot right. hunt. And I'm like, oh crap, I forgot that Denver was friends with her on Facebook. And she was like, this is my article, Denver. And, and luckily we were all just like, kaboosh. You know, no one was saying, hey, these guys are nuts. Right. We were just like, kaboosh. But Wait. she is on the 
Is she listening? She's on the record. Bonaparte, Iowa. Bonaparte, Iowa. So that way, now there's Bigfoot hunters in the plains. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Here's the regular. Okay, I didn't know about that. I under like I can uh, I can almost see it when it's people in the Pacific Northwest or it's like a Prairie Squatch. The wooded. <laughs> Is that the name? <laughs> well, you know from our last movie. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And that so, last movie was written post Bigfoot Hunt, so that's how right. that all steeped in there. So there's people in just the flattest, most treeless land possible out there thinking they're going to see a Bigfoot. They've seen him, and he goes in portals. And the portal thing is very controversial in the Bigfoot community. And. Are they certain it wasn't just a like six foot five drunk guy stumbling <laughs> to his truck at two thirty in here's, the morning? Here's the thing I need to break to all of you. This is <laughs> she posted on Facebook because I'm like I'm going to look at her Facebook page. This was a public thing. She went to the bank to get a loan for their Bigfoot documentary. She got that loan. What? Yeah, the bank gave her money for her Bigfoot show. Have they since made this documentary? Or? I don't think so. It seemed pretty recently because someone's like, "Did you get the loan?" And she said, "Yep." I, w- I wonder how much it makes to cost to make a Bigfoot dog. I don't know, but her, they're making it. Oh, God. <laughs> they probably gave it to them because they're like, they're never going to be able to pay this loan back, and we're just going to take interest from them forever. I don't know. I don't know what they do for a living besides hunt Bigfoot, so. <laughs> well, I guess they make this show now. Can you? It's crazy. Can you do anything for a living and also hunt Bigfoot? Is that... <laughs> it's real time-consuming. I mean, <laughs> here's some things we learned you do. You throw rocks in the woods. Bigfoot loves to throw rocks back and play yeah. games with you. He's, he's a <laughs> child from the 20s. Yeah. If, you th- if you throw a rock and then you hear another rock sound, he's out there. And then this is the this is how... <laughs> So, uh, so if you throw a rock and it bounces against more than one object in the woods, yeah. that means Bigfoot's Big about. Yes. And so they threw a rock and then they heard a sound that was a th- rock being thrown, but not a small rock. And it made this sound and it was a caboosh. And then, so Ty said caboosh. And then what was his name? Corey. <laughs> Um, the other guy. You want me to tell this? Yes, please tell this story. I just like caboose. <laughs> and then I say caboose. <laughs> you, you want me to tell it, or are you just gonna? <laughs> what? Yeah, right. tell it. I'm waiting for it to happen. Whatever. So, <laughs> what Bigfoot likes to do is he also will throw boulders into the river. Well, naturally, like a Bigfoot yeah. does. You'll, you'll hear him. You'll hear him from way, away, away, you know. And uh, the lady said, it was real loud. It was like kaboosh. And then her husband goes, no, it was louder. It was like kaboosh. <laughs> they're in Bonaparte, Iowa, yet yeah. they talk with very deep southern yeah. accents. <laughs> Oh, dude, anyone, any, it's the weirdest thing across the whole country. Anyone outside of, like, major cities or, like, that's far away enough from an interstate has a southern accent. In every state? Yeah, I've heard it in, <laughs> I've heard it in so many other states, too. It's weird. It yeah. is. I think it's just a, I think it's just a country accent more than a southern accent. Caboose. Caboose. <laughs> so, they're, 
the, here's what else is notable in Bonaparte, Iowa, and Heath has talked about this, but he went there once and stayed at a bed and breakfast, and then they went to a bar, and then a woman was just bearing her breasts, and Heath will <laughs> send this photo to people if it's like, I don't like what you're saying. It's Carol's tits. Her name was Carol, and she was showing everyone her tits. Her um, grandson went there at one point to ask her for money at the bar. It's Carol and her tits. They're out in Bonaparte. So Prairie Squatch and Carol's tits mm-hmm. are the nat- national... They're the what wonders you, of the, Bonaparte. The wonders of Bonaparte. Yeah. Well, I think you and I need to go to Bonaparte and do a follow-up. <laughs> Let's make our own documentary about Carol's tits. Try <laughs> <laughs> get alone. But we'll treat it as like a Bigfoot documentary. <laughs> Finding Carol's tits. <laughs> I know where to find them. It's at the bar. <laughs> There's only one bar there. It'll be a very short documentary. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes in. There they are. Let's go home. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're moving on to another topic, Scott. Okay. You ready? Play the music that leads us into another topic. I'm just kidding. There's no music. Does that mean you want to take a break? No. This is a question I have for everyone. Are you friends with your coworkers on Facebook? Um, no. Let's go around the horn. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not. Is it like, do you talk to them at all? I, do, I, I'll decline? talk to them at work. I make yeah. conversation at work, but no, I, I'll, my personal life I don't bring into yeah. work. Um, I'm not friends, I don't think I'm Facebook friends with any of them, but they still know every detail of my life because <laughs> I'm an aggressively loud overshare. <laughs> Scott, you are, for sure. Huh? I know a few. Elvadine? Yep. Elvadine. Elvadine? Yep. The Elvadine rabbit? Mm-hmm. The Elvadine rabbit. I'm friends with lots of coworkers. I feel like they should know I'm a person. But then you have friendships with outside of work with some of your coworkers. Yeah. But I feel like also sometimes they forget that I'm a person, so I'm like, you can be my Facebook friend, then you'll see. I'm a human being. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't talk to me that way. I'm a person. Right. I feel like it helps, right? Sure. Or maybe they're like, ugh. For me, it's kind of the other way around. I don't really want to know too much about them. Yeah. (laughs) Not that I would probably find anything weird, but, you know, I like Nothing's too weird. Nothing's too weird. But I like to keep it professional at work. You're a young professional. (laughs) I don't think anyone's ever added me from work on Facebook just because, like... I'm very loud, and I have no sense of shame already. So, like, day-to-day interaction with me is enough. Like, they don't need more on their Facebook feed. I think that's where that's at. They're like, it's too much Tommy. You're just, you're a walking news feed. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, before we take a break, we need to get into Tommy. You have a pizza party. I do. An adult pizza party. That doesn't mean nude, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Usually adult can mean... Nude. Yeah, it can. That's why I well, said it. Muhammad did take his shirt off at the last show, so... Semi-nude. You know Partially. What? I feel like something that comedians like to do is take their shirts off. Like before, did it for the first time a couple weeks like ago. Like on a, during a set? Yeah. Or? It's something I feel like they're like, this needs to happen. Kids used to take... Like when we, I was a teenager growing up, Yeah. kids would take off their shirts before a fight. Oh. That would signify... <laughs> Oh, some shit's going to go down. 
you think that's what the comedians are thinking? That they're going to fight? If you don't laugh at me, we're going to fight. That's why my shirt's off. Is that what you were doing, Tommy? <laughs> well, no, I did it um, I did it at the open mic at Last Laugh. I was, uh, was I hosting then? I don't remember. No, I wasn't hosting then, uh, but Tyler Walsh was hosting. But Muhammad Yaw took his shirt off during a set, and, like, Muhammad is, like, a former soccer player. Oh. So he is, like, super cut. <laughs> So he was like, we could fight if you don't. No, yeah, he like he's like fairly buff. It was a threat. I took it as one. I was like, I. I I Well, no, I was like, I'm not gonna stand for this. Like this good-looking person taking off their shirt for laughs. Is there anything funnier in comedy (laughs) than an incredibly good-looking person (laughs) taking their shirt, showing off how good-looking they are? And so it just so happened that I was going up after him, and like during his set, he took his shirt off and put it back on. I just went full bore, went on stage without a shirt on. <laughs> like I said, is there anything funnier? <laughs> okay. So, we got to get back to this pizza. No one's naked. Okay, right. <laughs> no 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 nudity at the adult pizza party. Unless someone decides this is a threat, we're getting into it. It is It is called Adult Pizza Party exclusively so people don't show up with children. Right. Okay. And you get unlimited pizza and then comedy. Yep. Very good pizza, too. If you've ever eaten at Felix and Oscars, they're yep. awesome. So tell us more about this, Tommy. Because uh, Luke and I are going to go. Scott has hockey on Thursday, mm-hmm. so that's why it's like I can't go. Not alone. And this is a big step for us. Yeah. Going yeah. out on a weeknight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, been a good show so far. I started it in January, and it's uh, it's the second Thursday of every month, so the next one from right now will be July 14th. At Felix and Oscars. At Felix and mm-hmm. Oscars, and it's $10, and that includes the comedy show and an all-you-can-eat pizza buffet. So everyone awesome. should do that. And that's by... Uh, Hobby Lobby. Uh, what's the? Is it Merle Hay Mall? Yeah, Merle Hay Mall. Merle Hay Mall. It's in the it's in the same strip mall as Hobby Lobby, right across from yes. Merle Hay. There's a Hobby Lobby, and then in the parking lot of a Hobby Lobby, they're building a Chick Fil A. Yep. Oh. Jesus is coming down right there to <laughs> save us all. Does <laughs> Jesus both... own Chick Fil A? I think he might. I think he either owns Chick Fil A or Hobby Lobby. Not Chick. <laughs> I think I think Chick Fil A by and large is back to being amoral now because oh. they realize that they lose too much money. Uh, inflecting their morality on their chicken. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just a funny line. <laughs> inflecting their morality on their chicken. Well, I guess. Just say it, Tommy, masturbating. <laughs> well, you gotta, I mean, you gotta pay a guy to put holy water in the breading. And it's is that whole, true? No. Oh, I, I've never... I, is... Is they Chick Fil A like, a, a religious institution? They believe themselves. The, the pri- like the CEO or the owners oh. are very religious. It's closed on Sunday. That I kind guess of I thing. didn't. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Hobby Lobby's closed on Sunday too. Everything's going to be shut down there, and Jesus will come down. And then we can all go to Popeyes. Open. Yeah. Man, we got brunch. We're open earlier on Sunday than it would be normally. <laughs> That's what Jesus wants. <laughs> but uh. No, I I think I think it was the company donated to like Prop Eight stuff in California oh. or something like that. But then they stopped doing that when they realized how much money they would start losing by alienating half their customer base. Right. Alienating Tom DeLong. <laughs> oh God, they're everywhere. <laughs> Tom DeLongs are everywhere. Okay, they'll so... probably be at your show. 
Yeah, so who's the next... Is it Tom DeLonge is going to be the next performer at your show? Uh, Tom DeLonge has an open invitation to come to Adult Pizza Party and talk about his alien findings. How much time will you give him? As much as he wants. As much as he wants. That's a nice offer. Yeah. And unlimited pizza. Yeah. Will he have to pay for the pizza? No, I'll give it to him for free. Performers get free pizza. Yeah, performers get free pizza. Is he going to sing or is he just going to talk about his documentary? Probably both. Yeah. Doesn't he have songs about I would imagine he, who why wouldn't you? Yeah. If you feel that strongly you would at least write a few songs about yeah. it. You know about writing songs. Yeah, if if I had a emotional tie to aliens. To aliens, yeah, I'd definitely be. Got to work them That's in. That's why Luke has a 35 song album about Bette Midler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up uh, this fall. Maybe we'll listen to a Bette Midler song here on the break.
but I mean, like... I don't think there's a moon. <laughs> Luke thinks the moon's a conspiracy. What is that? There's a, it's a projection. <laughs> it's a hologram. This is put up there by Steven Spielberg for E.T. to ride in front of. Right. It didn't... <laughs> Whoever heard it, where's before the moon 19, before, before 1983? Yeah, no whatever. one even knew about the moon until E.T. It's, e. It bike. is not mentioned in anything before <laughs> E.T. Just just because of like the arms race and everything between the United States and the Soviets, I legitimately think it is full-on crazier to believe that the United States spent millions of dollars building a <laughs> fake set and filming moon landing <laughs> than spending billions to strap a human being to a missile. <laughs> yeah. You know, Tom DeLonge's going to bring all this to light, and then you guys will see. We'll all see. <laughs> Spinning Yeah, camera. why does no one ask Tom DeLonge what he thinks about the moon? Maybe people have. Maybe we just don't know what he thinks about it. I can't wait to hear. I think Tom Dong's going to kill us all. <laughs> Maybe we should stop talking about him. <laughs> Maybe he's not even real. He's the projection. From the government. He's a crisis actor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, people think there's crisis actors. <laughs> oh, God. Tom DeLong is a false flag human being. <laughs> I love the term false flag. Like, that's fun. No wonder they just get hooked on it. It's like, false flag, false, false flag. flag. It sounds like a punk group. It sounds like f- football, like you're getting in trouble. False flag. <laughs> false beep, flag beep. on the play. <laughs> oh, cri- crisis actor is always the crazy one for me because that's like, that's like the United States government has a stable of actors <laughs> whose sole job is basically to pretend that their children are dead. And they're just so good at crying. Yeah. Are these just failed actors? Like they didn't. They all got into Juilliard by crying on command. Right. <laughs> ah, they're all secret CIA operatives. You guys, maybe we should join Tom DeLong in his quest mm-hmm. for the Grail. All right, let's start back into the podcast. Um, we're back into the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. Do you think we played Bette Midler? Who knows what's happened? Who knows. Um, we sang a lot of Garth Brooks outside during the break. Yeah, I miss that. I miss the coming down the stairs singing it. Right. What were you guys singing? The Thunder Rolls? Uh, what, what were we singing? We did Thunder Rolls. We did Shameless that summer. Uh, Much too young to feel this damn old. His uh, greatest, Scott was doing the river. His greatest hits, basically. <laughs> and then I came out in the middle and did a little Trisha Yearwood. How I don't uh, know any over, of this. Over the weekend that Garth Brooks was in town, I went to two of the shows. Whoa. And there were maybe three songs I didn't recognize the whole time. Would um, it be fair to call you a Garth head? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Is that what um, super fans are called of Garth Brooks? Garth heads? I have no idea. You should come up with a name. Brooksies. Bro- <laughs> the Brooks Brothers. And it's only boys are allowed. Garth Brooks is actually a CIA operative <laughs> whose only goal is to convince us that rodeos are real. <laughs> Tyler Walsh on the case. <laughs> Tyler Walsh is a crisis actor for the rodeo. <laughs> I've never seen a rodeo. I, uh, what does that tell you? You know, here's the thing. So he's on this podcast and I was like, I want to go see you at a rodeo. I've seen he's been at rodeos. I never get any warning to go to this rodeo. Why isn't he promoting Are it? rodeos, are they crisis rodeos? <laughs> are they, do rodeos just pop up? Do rodeos just pop up? Yeah, pop up rodeo. Pop up rodeo. <laughs> pop up rodeo. <laughs> 
Well, then there was the time you told me about donkey basketball. What? what? Yeah, Tyler told me one night he wasn't going to a mic or anything uh, because he was going to donkey basketball. What is that? I imagine it's like the puppy bowl, but with the donkeys. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, donkey basketball, apparently, like, small town schools do it to raise money. It's like a charity thing, and there's a guy that travels with donkeys and does it. What? It's, <laughs> it's, it's people playing, it's people playing basketball while riding donkeys. <laughs> wow. I didn't even know people rode donkeys. <laughs> I thought they just carried goods. Yeah, Tyler. Like a weird polo thing. Tyler told me they do it a lot of the times when a school's raising money for a new gym. And so the donkey, because the donkeys come and like destroy the, the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bunch. It's it's a bunch of people riding donkeys and playing basketball. It's I haven't seen it yet, but he's promised to take me, and wow. he better live up to that promise. Well, I don't know. I think Tyler Walsh has invented rodeos and donkey basketball <laughs> in his mind because <laughs> I have not seen any. Pre-rodeo posts. It's all of a sudden, I was at the rodeo. Prove it. Do Tell all, me ahead of time. <laughs> right? Do all the same rules of basketball apply? Um, I would imagine you probably don't have to dribble as much. Right. <laughs> also, it pretty much immediately, the way he described it, descends into pure chaos. <laughs> because you can't control donkeys that well. As, I'm sure there's, like, poop everywhere. Yeah. Also, Donkey Basketball is an FBI front yeah. to get us all out to go watch donkeys play basketball <laughs> while Barack Hussein Obama takes our guns. Jeez, I know it. House by house. <laughs> are there uh, referees? I believe so. He Horses? showed me a couple pictures. Are, yeah, are they mounted on anything? I, I don't recall. Right on. Um, in Dallas Center, Ragbri, I'm from Dallas Center, Um, so Ragbri went through there i i think it was either last year or the year before and there was a very controversial thing happening midget wrestling what yeah apparently people were like shut down the midget wrestling there was midget wrestling in dallas center but here's the thing it was packed people love those midgets wrestling (laughs) (laughs) why are they trying to take away the midget wrestling jobs like they're just putting on a show let them a lot of them are good wrestlers yeah is it like a traveling thing, like yeah. a company? And people hire them, but people are like, shut down the midget wrestling. This is offensive. The midgets that's, need yeah, to that's, earn a living. That's people just being offended on behalf of other of people midgets, who aren't yeah. offended. Yes, and I feel like there's an epidemic of people being offended on behalf of people that aren't offended. Right. Like, right. it's a real epidemic out there. If the people aren't offended, you can't be offended on their behalf. That's you can't true. take on their tragedy as your own. That's true. That's... Find your own tragedy. I watch a lot of pro wrestling, like, an amount that I shouldn't admit to. And, like, I've seen good... This is the place to admit it. Podcast. Mm-hmm. I've, I've seen good, like, really, really good, like, midget pro wrestling. Including, like, them fighting, like, regular wrestlers. Yeah. Why can't midgets be wrestlers? It's almost like shutting it down. It's like midgets shouldn't be wrestling. Why can't they wrestle? Anyone can. Well, that's the thing about pro wrestling. Like anyone who's properly trained can do it. Uh, A lot of the independent promotions now have intergender matches too, because since it's all, because since it's all scripted, there's no point in like, like in like UFC. If you have a man fight a woman, like even at the same weight class, there are certain advantages the man has, like through human physiology. But in pro wrestling, that doesn't exist because it's all scripted acrobatics. 
and it's so a lot puts of this, on the best show right it's a performance yeah. and so yeah. some of the independent promotions have like intergender pro wrestling matches and they're so good just they're good at acrobats yeah because basically. they're all good wrestlers and right. if you're a good wrestler it doesn't matter who you're fighting so don't uh, be Kenny Omega on once of these fought an midgets. invisible wrestler for a half an hour. <laughs> what? Or no, he fought a blow-up doll. What? Yeah, uh, there's this crazy wrestling promotion in Japan called Dramatic D- Dream Team, DDT. Yeah. And they do some really crazy stuff. Uh, hey, farmer, farmer, put away your DDT. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about spots on my apples. It sounds like DDT is his penis. <laughs> put it away. <laughs> I'm sorry, I interrupted. Oh, no, no. No, but it's this wild promotion, and uh, Kenny Omega, who, uh, if people, uh, like, big pro wrestling fans who are listening to this would know who Kenny Omega is. We have a lot of listeners that are pro wrestling fans. They'll know who he is, but he's a big independent and, like, New Japan pro wrestling guy, but uh, he fought a blow-up doll for, like, a half an hour. Wow. And it was a good match to watch. (laughs) Because he he's yeah, because he's a good wrestler. It almost would be like it would feel like you'd have to be a good mime. Yeah, if you're wrestling, nothing. I mean, but DDT. Um, I got I got into this recently because I went to an event here where one of their titles was defended. Uh, but they have this championship called the Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship. Heavy metal. And it's on. it's yeah. a pro wrestling belt that is defended twenty four seven. What? <laughs> yeah, so They're like in the in wrestling. the world of their pro wrestling, like it could happen at any time, but also like inanimate objects can win the championship. What's an inanimate object that's won? So let's say uh, ladders have won it by falling on the champion and the ref <laughs> counting it. Um a baseball bat won it in a similar way once and then uh the baseball bat lost it by knockout when the bat was broken in half. Whoa. Is how they justified it? What is going on now in the world? Now, let's say we want you, Tommy, to fight this coffee table. How do we make you the new champion? Does that, do we have to make a call? How does this... <laughs> well, I watched it. Uh, that that title was in Des Moines on a different on a wrestling show, Wrestlepalooza. Right. And uh, there was a three-way match between three really good wrestlers. It was Joey Ryan, Chucky e. T, or Chuck Taylor, and Colt Cabana. Uh, Cold cabana, <laughs> yellow feather. Uh, but after after the match, the big the big person who was there to do autograph signings was Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. And so after the match, he comes out into the ring, and he got in a uh, round of rock paper scissors <laughs> with a guy, and he won. So he got to pin the guy who was knocked out and won the title. And he apparently later lost it to another one of the guys who was in the match uh, by the guy, Colt Cabana, getting him to read a sheet of paper that said, I quit on it. And this so that counted so as a strange. submission. These rules, it's like they're they're making the rules up as they go. Well, yeah, that's that's the whole point of that. That whole wow. promotion does crazy stuff like wow. that all the time. Where did this start? Japan. Uh, Japan. Of course, Japan. And then they had... These people are uh, out of their mind. Have they ever fought, like, anime? <laughs> Is there a way to... Pokemon? Do... Uh, there was there was an invisible wrestler who was champion once. <laughs> My God. Uh, I, I read MC the... Scat Cat was a champion for a little while. <laughs> I read the Wikipedia page and there was an invisible wrestler who was champion. 
who was defeated uh, by a ray gun. Whoa. Yeah. What if it's real like, fun actual stuff. rock, paper, and scissors did get together and in a battle? <laughs> and see. That has probably out. happened in a wrestling promotion. I, in Japan, yeah. Like in this, it sounds like that would be, you know, pay-per-view. Right. Like, <laughs> this would be a big matchup. Rock, paper, scissors. Just the physical manifestations yeah. of because just throw them in a ring. Because someone's going to get over who's going to end up on top in that right. scenario. It can, it's an endless circle. The fight could go on forever until <laughs> something else comes in. And defeats all three of them. Yeah. When you watch too much pro wrestling, you start finding weird fringe stuff like that. Because eventually, like, you still watch WWE, but it doesn't cut it anymore. So you want to see the weirder stuff. It's exactly how people get into weird porn. (laughs) You start out watching the safe, like, Cinemax, like... And then you go on Pornhub one day and poke around, and eventually you're watching stuff that you didn't know existed six months beforehand. That's exactly how it works with pro wrestling, too. I did not know that. Did you used to have a wrestle buddy thing? One of those little wrestle buddy pillow things? Oh, yeah, I had one, yeah. What were they? Well, I think they were pretty cool, because people would bring them to school. I one of those, too. Yeah. People had, like, Hulk Hogan, like... It was like a pillow buddy, and you could wrestle this pillow, and it was a wrestle buddy, but it was also a pillow, uh-huh. and it would be Hulk Hogan or like, you know. Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Yeah, I think there was a Macho Man one, too. Macho Man. But yeah, it was like two or three feet tall, and it was in the shape of a person, so like it had arms and stuff. And uh-huh. so you could hold them and wrestle them. I had a B. Arthur one. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of popples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're moving on from that. Let's get on to, we're all funny. Everyone in this room. <laughs> Scott, sometimes we have to make grand declarations to people that we're funny. Okay. We, right. we have to let people know. Yeah, people, sometimes they're like, are they funny or not? Yeah, we are. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Like, you have to just tell people, yeah, we are. Before I met Scott, he was in the paper, and I was mad at him for being funny in the paper because I thought, hey... I'm the only one that's funny in the paper. Who is this guy? <laughs> now, and I didn't know him at the time, but what, I was now like... Now what paper was this? It was in Juice. Okay. And he was talking about potatoes, and then Heath brought the paper over to me and was like, read this. And I'm like, who is this person? Does he think he's funny like I am? Because I was just in the paper. <laughs> and then the first night I went to his apartment, it the paper was on the refrigerator, and I'm like, I was mad at you for being funny in the paper. Because I thought... Hey, this is what I do. I'm funny and juice. Was this like a you've got mail relationship <laughs> at the beginning? It wasn't. That just happened. I didn't know it was Scott until I read it again and I was like, oh, I was mad at you. Wow. Yeah. And I saw it again on the on his fridge and I was like, hey, I was mad at you for being funny in the paper. He was talking about he wouldn't eat some kind of chips unless it was like even if it was the potato famine in ireland and i was like who does he think he is (laughs) i don't want to like flex on you or anything (laughs) but i was in your two cents worth when i was like 13 what did you say i don't remember it was a bad pun though oh god you know, I looked at. The I wasn't. Internet. I wasn't one of those people that calls into your two cents. Where it's like, I have thoughts about local government, <laughs> and people need to know them. I love your two cents worth. 
the editor of you ten, you your two cents worth was having a little bit of fun the other day because it was like one year your two cents worth was like I can't listen I can't read people's comments if they're like getting the wrong your 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 blah, blah. right and then the next one the person used the wrong version of that and I'm like of they're your. having fun yeah <laughs> the editor's having fun <laughs> that can't be a well, I suppose it's probably better now because they mostly come in online. Yeah. But, like, when I did it, or, like, even in the last ten years, like, you called into a voicemail to you do did? that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure you You've probably done it still before, can. Scott? I've never done it, but I knew you had to call in. Yeah, you had to call in. And so, like, so like at that time, the editor probably just had to sit there and listen to a hundred <laughs> voicemails wow. a day. Did you call in a lot, or was this, like, I'm doing it? I think I called in, like, three or four times. Just a real quick... <laughs> A real quick pun. Yeah. <laughs> I used to call time and temperature all the time for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It was weirdly comforting. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I'm calling someone. Time and temp. <laughs> we used to do it in kindergarten. Time and temperature? Every day someone would get chosen to go down to the office. What? And like call and listen to what it said and then you'd come and report <gasps> back to everyone. Oh, that's way more exciting than what I was doing. That sounds like it was an honor. Yeah. <laughs> did so you've done it before, yeah, like for I did school? It. Yeah. Did you come back running down the halls? No, you got escorted down <gasps> to the phones, then you got escorted back. It was oh like God. you were calling in a nuclear strike. <laughs> <laughs> it's so archaic to think yeah. about it now. It's actually I mean, it's really not that different from Siri. I guess. Yeah. Uh, like one Tell of my Tell me what's going on out there. <laughs> yeah, one of my bosses at work used to call. I don't know if it was time and temp specifically, but they also had one that would give you, in addition to that, it would give you, like, stock market updates and stuff. And so he used to call into that all the time until he got, like, an iPod with Siri <laughs> on it. I can't believe someone had stocks. I don't think I know anyone <laughs> that's checking the stocks. I have a relative that got very wealthy in the stock in the market. Stocks? Yeah. Retired early and. Same here. We need to play the stocks. If <laughs> you play it, like I think, I think people say, "Let's play like the stocks." I think if you refer to it as playing it, you're not gonna make any money. Okay, on it. let's not call it playing it then. Let's we should, do the stocks. We should do stuff in them. Let's stock up. Yeah, let's, stocks. let's fucking murder the stocks. <laughs> let's make love to the stocks. Okay, so. Um, the other day at lunch, Heath and I were reading Craigslist misconnections to each other. I don't know if you guys <laughs> go on there. Well, there's been some doozies. <laughs> there well, is, there's a problem people are having where it's good for a laugh. Misconnections. Yeah. yeah. Back when back when I had a podcast, we me and back when me and Derek Molds had our podcast, we did misconnections. Oh, I was on that podcast. Yeah. <laughs> And it, no, I don't think it exists any longer on the internet, and I'm going to keep it that way. <laughs> Why? I, it was a bad one. It, it was... Shameful. It was two comedians who were a year in trying to do a podcast, so... <laughs> yeah, we're professional. That was... <laughs> well, you, no, you guys are way more professional. You have actual equipment and, like, a system and hosts. Like, it was literally just me and Derek getting drunk in our apartment. <laughs> And then one day we had all our friends over to get drunk and turned on the microphone. <laughs> okay. It's fun, though. Well, we're bringing back your podcast <laughs> segment. Right. So there's, 
Heath and I were noticing there's a lot of things where people are just, and we've talked about this before, it's just people being polite to people, and then guys are like, she wants to fuck me. She looked me in the eyes. She smiled at me. So here's the gorgeous lady in the checkout line. And this is like, this is a hashtag now, right? Like, you smiled at me. I don't know. Is it a hashtag? I I, don't know. We just kept finding them, and this is in Des Moines. This one is just, I know this is a long shot, but I have to say something. I should have said something. But I seen a ring on your finger. You smiled at me. The cashier was talking about people asking for ID for buying alcohol. I love your tattoos, babe. You are truly gorgeous. I was the black guy behind you. You let me cross in front of your white Nissan SUV. If you see this, I just wanted to let you know your husband is lucky. You bought vodka and fresca. I think think he's talking about me. (laughs) Did you smile at him? I smiled at him, yeah. And see, that's why you got to be careful who you smile at. Because they're like, well... It's on. <laughs> I like how, with vodka and fresca, I like how Des Moines, uh, Des Moines Craigslist ads all start in 1996. <laughs> and then here's where it gets different when the mail for mail misconnection, because somehow it's a misconnection that I came to you about three to four times. You have a glory hole in the back of your white house that's on the corner. <laughs> You had me walk in the back, screened in, secluded back porch. Your glory hole is made out of wood, and you had porn playing on the right side of me. The first time I came, it took me a while to come, but after that, it was quick. You said how beautiful my cock was, and you gave the best wet, sloppy head ever. Your mouth is amazing. How does he know he smiled at him? Yeah, this isn't a smile. This is just... okay. Uh, another missed misconnection. It seems like it wasn't missed. Yeah, they made the <laughs> connection. Like there was some docking going on. <laughs> connection made. <laughs> I deleted my previous email, so lost contact with you, but would love to meet up again. You mentioned how your manager for a retail store, I believe, and best times for you were Wednesday, one day on the weekend. Please email if you read this. I need your mouth again. That's a misconnection. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And this happened at the come and go in P Hill. So wait, was this, this was a glory hole at a come and go? No, this is another one. Is the (coughs) glory hole sounds like this guy's got his own setup at home. A glory hole. Personal glory hole. Yeah. That is a commitment to the glory hole lifestyle. (laughs) Yeah. I'm honestly in awe. That's probably really nice. Yeah. Like, you know exactly what you want out of life and you are just going after it. Sounds like he's really accommodating to his guests. That is just downright. As far as glory holes go, that sounds respectable. (laughs) (laughs) This is at the Pleasant Hill Come and Go. To the girl at P Hill Come and Go tonight, 5.30. Wow, you are beautiful. We made eye contact multiple times. You know who you are. (laughs) I don't know if she knows who she is. How many misconnections do you think get, like, (laughs) solved? (laughs) Do they have agents that read into these and go in? So, this is another eye contact. Don't look at anyone. Okay. Because they're getting the wrong idea. Don't look at me, Tommy. (laughs) About 1.30 today, you were standing outside Quick Trip on the north side. We made eye contact a few times and stared at each other while I was leaving. You are smoking hot. Please reply back and tell me the color of the vehicle I was driving. <laughs> Is that like eye a turn on? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what color is my vehicle? <laughs> tell me it's green. Come on. Tell me it's green. Uh, in the case of Quick Trip... North side is not descriptive enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. 
right, now this happened, um, the Cold Sweats guys maybe can solve this misconnection, because it happened at Rathbun Lake. It's the swimming staff. Seen you at the swimming pool at Rathbun Lake Resort. You know, a lot of people are seen in people. They're, They're just like, seen I seen ya. <laughs> yeah. I believe it's, is it, is it, I saw you? I saw yeah, you. I think it's, the... I saw ya. <laughs> <laughs> seen you at the swimming pool at Rathbun Lake Resort. I had my daughter with me and I couldn't help not to wink at you. You kept smiling back. You don't know how bad I wanted to rip your pants off and eat your sweet pussy. I doubt you will see this, but it's worth a shot. I had my daughter with me. <laughs> and then you In smiled the same at me. Paragraph. <laughs> rip your pants off. Yep. It's worth a shot. How what a Casanova. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have one, Tommy? Did you uh, no, I'm, I actually keep ending up on the ones that Casey's reading. <laughs> <laughs> they really draw you in, these people. <laughs> so, Heath and I read those to each other at lunch sometimes. Because <laughs> it's just like, what are these people doing out there in the world? I don't know. It's like some people are just like, you were nice to me at the checkout line. It's like, well, you could have been a secret shopper, so people have to be nice. <laughs> now, I, I, say this, I say this coming from a place where I have, like... No confidence. You've smiled at someone. No, I have oh. like no confidence in like a, in the romantic arena. But like Craigslist misconnections are just lonely dudes justifying that they don't talk to other people. <laughs> right. Saying so like, no, I put a message up. That should totally be enough. <laughs> They're totally gonna read this. Connection made. I wonder how many of those get solved. The misconnections. That's, I don't know. I mean, is there like a Columbo out there trying to work on the? Maybe that could be our documentary <laughs> that we get a loan from the bank for. Evening, ma'am. I uh, <laughs> I saw you have a glory hole in your. <laughs> I think someone may have missed a connection here. <laughs> um, I guess we can move on from glory holes to the Karate Kid because I want to talk about it again. I think we've talked about it before, but I want to talk about it again. Because every time I watch it, something new comes up. <laughs> where, you know, you know. Before it's just like people from Reseda are garbage people. We know that from Karate Kid. We know it's a long day living in Reseda. Yeah, <laughs> there's a freeway running through the yard. I mean, what happens in Reseda is a piece of shit. I don't know. I've never been. Oh, you don't want to go. This is how annoying my pro wrestling fandom gets. <laughs> uh, there's actually a wonderful pro wrestling promotion in Reseda called Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Carry on. <laughs> is, Pro it, wrestling is it basically what it, it sounds like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's based out of it's based out of Reseda, like a VFW hall. And it's oh uh, someone dressed as a gorilla. No, <laughs> no, no, gorilla like war. Oh, gr- okay, gorilla. okay. Um, so something else that happened. So when he gets his car, you know, his yellow car from Mr. Miyagi. Is this, this is Ralph Macchio. Ralph Macchio, yeah. yeah. And so he takes Elizabeth Shue out on a date, and then he was like, "Look at this car." And then he was like, "You can drive." And she goes, "Me." And then he's like, "Why not? It's the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> like women driving." Nah. <laughs> or maybe was she from Reseda? Maybe no. Re- he's the one from Reseda. Oh. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> And then later, uh, he went to jail and his cousin Vinny had to... <laughs> for tuna. <laughs> they accidentally stole tuna. Isn't that what happened? I, well, no, I, they got mixed up and ag- they thought that 
They killed someone? Well, like, the cops thought they killed someone, but they thought they were being arrested for, for stealing the tuna. tuna. Yeah. It's a tuna. The original tuna prank. Too Maybe. much tuna. <laughs> <laughs> they were pranked. <laughs> basic story. Basic story. Ralph Macchio piece of shit. <laughs> You know, I think I've talked about this also, but I did get an autographed photo of Ralph Macchio. He wrote, best wishes, best wishes, Ralph Macchio. But it was like when he was a grown up and I'm like, I'm not interested in this. (laughs) I think I signed up for something like as a teen and then finally it got to someone and he's like, send it out, send it out to her. (laughs) And then I got best, best wishes, Ralph Macchio. Was it a grown, like a, it was a headshot, but it was him currently. It was like him as like a grown adult. And I was like. Not interested. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's now a good time to admit that I haven't seen Karate Kid. What? Nope. It's not ever a good time to admit that. <laughs> okay, well you need to watch Karate Kid. What about Kid. Karate Kid 2? How have you seen wrestling with no one, but you haven't seen Karate Kid? Because <laughs> I spend my time real weird. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're missing out on a lot of life lessons. I also haven't seen Game of Thrones, most of Mad Men. <laughs> I haven't seen either of those, though. You know, those are acceptable, though. Karate Kid, I mean, Jesus. What was your childhood like? What a wreck. (laughs) I was was real into the Mighty Ducks. That was, yeah, that was the big one at our house, too. Mighty Ducks. Scott, is that how you got into hockey? The Mighty Ducks? Yeah. (laughs) The Estimus? I like that. I liked uh, the second one's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'd check them out. Pretty good. They're watchable. You've made me watch the second one before. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I think my time has passed. Just like if Tommy watched Karate Kid now, he'd be like, okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every, everything I know about Karate Kid, I learned from the season of How I Met Your Mother that Billy Zabka's in. <laughs> I haven't watched How I Met Your Mother. I have watched a little. I don't remember Who's that. Billy Zabka. He's the main Cobra Kai. Oh, Johnny? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I guess his Twitter handle is got second place in the All-Valley Karate Championship. That's what it, I mean, that's what his bio says. I think so he's I'm, also a poet, too. Oh, my God. And he knows that it. I also learned from that. <laughs> okay, now here's where we're really getting into it. Does Who here knows what cis means? C-I-S. I think I do. This was news to me, and you told me not to Google it. So. Yeah, and so you didn't know earlier. And... No. Okay. What do you think it is, Tommy? Um, that basically, it basically just means, like, you identify with the gender you were born with, right? Yep. So, is that what that is? Yes. It's like, so you were born a boy, and you think you're a boy? You're a cis. You're a piece of garbage. <laughs> is this... I'm a sissy. <laughs> is is cis short for something? Like No. No. I think just... it's like cisgender. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, we're supposed to say we're cisgendered because you know how I was born a girl and I think I'm a girl? Yeah. Like a, a normal cis. person? Like, I'm a cis. I'm a cis. So, and I didn't realize what it meant, but I noticed people kept kind of like almost disparaging themselves and being like, I know I'm a cis white male. And it's like, Jesus, what the fuck is a cis? And what it means is, I know I'm just a boy that was born a boy and thinks he's a boy, but this is my opinion. Like, <laughs> there's, there's so much division and anger nowadays. But... <laughs> yeah. 
So I get it. That's what it means. And we're, I don't know if like it's going to be a thing where if I don't say I'm a cis woman, then I'm being like offensive by just saying. I don't I'm think so. Okay. I think it's fine. <laughs> I I think it's fine for transgendered people to just say, I'm "Hey, a woman. I'm yeah. a woman," or "Hey, I'm a man." Yeah. yeah. I think we, yeah. we get so caught up on these labels that yeah. it's. I don't know what I am anymore. You're a sis. I'm a sis. <laughs> hey, sis. <laughs> you're a sis, and you just deal with this. I'm a sis. <laughs> I could do a rap song about it. You should do a rap song about it. That should be on the new album. <laughs> My name is Lucas and I'm here to say I think being a sis is okay. <laughs> it is okay. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've heard you refer to yourself as Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> That's my... That's your sis identity. <laughs> when I rap. Lucas is my sis name. <laughs> I'm currently transitioning. <laughs> Lucas, the transitioning. With Ed and Lorraine Warren. Lock that Lucas up in a glass case and don't let him out. He's haunted. I that is I'm I have not heard that. That's Yep, that's what sis means. It just means you know, it's it means you're fucking boring. You're Jesus, born Luke, a boy. It's like you're not even on Tumblr anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I'll hear people preface things and be like, I know I'm just like a cis white male and it's usually a cis white male like right. You know, I I shouldn't be talking. I'm a cis white male, and <laughs> it's like, oh. Okay. Well, I just want to say, Tommy, I don't, uh, I don't identify with Tumblr. <laughs> so, please, please refer to me as a non-Tumblr. You're Tumblr fluid. <laughs> I'm Tumblr Tumblr fluid. <laughs> okay, so that's what cis means, and everyone should know it. Okay. Now people know something. Good to know. I like this podcast to teach people things. Yeah. For the record, uh, if we base this on appearances alone, I'm the last person in this room who should have nailed what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a six foot five redneck looking white dude with a full beard. I'm wearing cargo shorts. You know, because you're the ultimate sis. That's why. <laughs> You're the ultimate. I'm and pretty it's just sure. Like you should be ashamed of yourself. I'm pretty sure I talked about pro wrestling for like 15 <laughs> minutes, and you guys just let me. That's because we're below you in cis level. But yeah, I'm down. But yeah, I'm down with gender discussion terms. You know, I think the obvious thing we should talk about after this is that someone died in the raging river and had been like. <laughs> That's, it's terrible. That's a good segue. It's all about smooth transitions here. Right. Genders. <laughs> I hear I hear people like pee in the Raging River a lot. That's how we die. It's like a cistern. <laughs> I just snorted. <laughs> terrible. Okay. okay. Now, uh, the Raging River. Tube ride. Is that what that is? I thought it was when you got in a log. No, no that's no, the log ride. That's the log no, ride. ride. <laughs> it's, it's 
Oh, God. Which, yeah, the, isn't there, there's a restaurant there now or something. What? Oh, there's the new uh, roller coaster. Oh, okay. Wait, they got rid of the log ride for that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh I well, I haven't that. been there in 15 years, but I feel like I should be offended. <laughs> <laughs> Some fucking sis over the <laughs> yeah. uh, I identify as a log ride fan. <laughs> Log could represent penis. You don't want to be too... What bathroom do you use? <laughs> no, the Raging River was the big... You all sit in the big inner tube and... and... Now, who did they drown? What happened? I don't know. It, it was, was like a worker. He was working and on something, yeah. He was working on something and he fell in and he died. And then it was like... The next day, they're like, the Raging River is open. And I'm like, shut it down for life. <laughs> like, I don't want to be in someone's like... <laughs> Some man died here. Let's right. ride and have a good time. Right. <laughs> it's not like a roller coaster where you get in and think, maybe I'll die. Because that's kind of the allure of the roller coaster. It's like the Raging River. It's just, it's it's a little, it's a bumpy river. Yeah. And the payoff is you get a little waterfall comes yeah. down. and You cool uh, off on a hot day. And the guy died in there. And it's like wow. by the next day, they were like, we got to open up the Raging River again. Even though this guy was dead in the water. And there's like... Dead body. The ride fluids. must go on. The ride must go on. The river must flow. I feel like you probably... You know, a dream is like a river. <laughs> <laughs> Ever changing as it flows. But apparently, like, people die at theme parks a lot. Do they? Yeah. Like... I Well, not, like, usually not in mass droves. Most people. Yeah, not, most like, people not like daily. But. but, but I mean, it happens more than you yeah. would think. Which I guess makes sense because a lot of people go to theme parks and yeah, well, like there was a kid at Disneyland like a week ago too, right? The alligator. Yeah, I read a story about a mother. Apparently, people go to Disney World and Disneyland, mm-hmm. and they want to scatter loved ones' ashes. What? Because so that just, was like their favorite place. People are breathing in dead people dust. Well, but it's it's illegal. They don't allow people, but people, but people do are it doing anyway. It. Yeah, like in Shawshank. <laughs> a little bit of the whole family has a little bit in their pant leg and they just kind of shaking grandma out a little bit and it's, it's a small world <laughs> tell you what i can't do anymore spin like spinny rides oh it's like since you get old it's like when you're a kid you're spinning all the time it's almost like drinking where you're like this is how i alter my state i spin right i gotta keep spinning and then you're an adult and you this can is drink. my do they, theory do about what happens <laughs> as you get to be an adult. You stop spinning as often, and then your body's like, "Hey, what are we doing? We can't do anything else. What are you doing to yeah, us?" Yeah, no, it it literally. If I spin around for some any reason too yeah. quickly, I am done for the rest of the day. Yes, yeah. we went. We stopped at Worlds of Fun like a few years ago. Neither one of us had been to anything like that in a while. I'm like, this is gonna be fun. And the first thing we went on was this weird, crazy, spinny thing, and it was just like, "Oh no! <laughs> what did we do? What are we gonna was do it like for a... the rest of the day? What are we gonna do?" <laughs> oh, was it like a was... silly silo type yeah. thing, or yeah, no, it was like one of those things that went around, but it also went up and down, and then kept spinning. you. I rode the teacups <laughs> at Adventureland with my nieces like yeah. a few a couple years ago, and I could like I thought I was gonna throw up. Yeah. I, what is that? I don't know. That's what if I'm ever like spinning my nieces or nephew, they're like, keep spinning. And it's like, I can't. Adults throw up. And then they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, you need Scare to know. The crap yeah. out of them. I'm like, you need to know when you get to be an adult. You they... throw up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's how that guy died at Adventureland. <laughs> he was spinning too much. All right, kids. 
I tried to explain it to them, like, I don't spin as often, and I, I think it makes me sick. And they're just like, just spin me! Like, you fool, you're lying. <laughs> I remember as a husky kid, the silly silo being a real bummer. Why? <laughs> because it, because the whole, I mean, it's it's a, just sick? a it's just a spinny thing. Yeah. But the whole trick, the whole fun part of it is when the floor drops out. Right. Yeah. Well, when you're a fat kid, when the floor drops out, you just sink back down to where the floor oh. is oh, then. Oh, no. <laughs> how, how did the silly silo work? Like, the, the walls were spinning? What yeah, was... yeah, the whole thing Well, the whole thing was spinning. And it would spin so fast that yeah. you would get stuck. Yeah, stick to the wall. Yeah, it was centrifugal force. Oh, okay. See, I don't know those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a big fan of the silly silo but i could never go on it now well, yeah you don't you don't get the same effect when you just go right back down to the floor <laughs> <laughs> well that's sad what? so were you, were you just holding people up <laughs> <laughs> well, like people would put their arms out i never did that like people would be like oh yeah they do poses yeah. yeah i never wrote it I... yeah people would get a little cocky in the silly but silo think it was cool to stick their hat next to them. Yeah. And they go, Tommy, will you take a picture of <laughs> While you're down there. <laughs> I was actually just the ride operator for a while. Well, I'm glad Guy you went on a break. Through. Yeah. <laughs> so you seem like you could handle this, fatty. <laughs> we should go to Adventureland. Kind of sounds fun now that we're, we're talking about it. a little scared now that someone died. ride this roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Scott's been looking up a new roller coaster they have. Mm. Apparently, the ride is almost two minutes long. That's a long time for a roller but, coaster. But that doesn't make you sick to go on a roller coaster? No. It's just the spinning that... <laughs> to me, it's the same spinning. thing going uh, up, you know. No, I like that. That's fine. But is it worth the loss of the log ride? <laughs> right. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the log ride was one of those things that, like, when you were a kid was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then the older you got, the grosser you realized it yeah. was. <laughs> like, how many how many dead guys are in this water? <laughs> like, disgusting green water. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is just, like... This is like someone went through an amusement park catalog and picked out the cheapest version <laughs> of Splash Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The log was like such a like resin coated like plastic. Yeah. Oh, you want real logs, Scott? There was no. At least make it look like it's a real log. Well, there was no ambiance to it at yeah, all. It was, was just no metal railings. Yeah. yeah. And you weren't buckled in either. You're just no. loose in this wet, slippery, like moldy thing. Well, being being loose is better than when you were riding it full when you had like four people in there because you're just constantly just slamming into yeah. whoever else you're with. I was because I I was at eventually with my nieces and my sisters, and they filled up one log, and then my uh, niece and I were on the second log, and I yeah. thought this is me and a tiny child. This thing is going to flip up or something because oh, yeah. we were just in the back. Yeah. Somehow it didn't. I don't. It must be a very heavy. I, obviously, it's a very heavy ride. But it's a very heavy log. It seems very dangerous. No one's died in it like the Raging River, right. at least as far as we know, not in modern times. And they times. buckle you in in the Raging River. Yeah, they do buckle you in. The uh, the new uh, the new roller coaster that took its place is a secret Adventureland uh, cover up for the <laughs> amount of people who have died on the log ride. So are you saying this is a crisis ride? Yes, it's a it's a crisis ride. They're flying false flags <laughs> at half staff. <laughs> 
underneath the log ride is the old original log ride from the 1890s. Log rides of the underground. <laughs> All right, so we have some terms we need to go over so our listeners remember, and there's a new term. It's not really a new term. If you've been following my Twitter for four years, then you would know <laughs> that there's a term that I think should catch on, and it's meteorologist, and it's people that are just like, they're doing the best they can. When the meteorologists are like, there's right. going to be a big storm and it's sunny. And then it's like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then people are like, they're doing the best they can. They're not doing shit. These are meteorologists that are just like, these people are doing the best they can. No, they just get to be on TV and be wrong all the time. And and, no, and get paid. Right. I want to be on TV and be wrong all the time and be paid. Why aren't I being... That's not fair. Uh, get me alone. <laughs> Because you're not uh, loud and conservative enough. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I can try. Are they conservative about weather? Are they just well, like I would Trump like, is bringing in? The... <laughs> <laughs> they do tend to be quite orange. <laughs> All weather is caused by Donald Trump. So what is it? Uh, the weather, I like it. It's great. I love the weather. That's Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm, I'm surrounded gonna play, by the experts. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. What exactly is it that you're looking for in a weather person? I don't need them at all to exist. You just need the Doppler. Yeah, I just need the Doppler. I don't need this entity telling me what's going on. <laughs> like, this entity that's wrong all the time right. and gets a salary. I don't need it. Well, I have to say, I'm kind of a little biased in this art, this yeah. argument, uh, because I may or may not be related to you... local weather personality Jerry and Ritter. Are you related? To I, what? I may or may not be. I, I haven't confirmed it. Heath has a signed autograph picture of Jerry and Ritter at his desk. Really? Mm-hmm. How? Cousin Jerry? <laughs> yeah, cousin Jerry. <laughs> How do you not know? Well, because it, it would be a very far-off relation. <laughs> I'm looking into the subject currently. How, what are you doing so you to think, investigate? Um, I, Ancestry.com, I don't know. <laughs> so you think that they just shouldn't have weather people? Well, I just think they should be like... I think they should be honest that they don't know because I think they get people a little worked up and then people are calling like, are you safe? Are you safe? They get people into hysteria. And I think if they would just say, listen, guys, obviously we don't know what's going on. This could happen. Well, they buy Be honest about it. They're using a lot of expensive equipment, so I they guess they, they feel they need to get their money's worth, yeah. I suppose. The rest of this podcast is an elaborate uh, CIA cover-up for Casey <laughs> to eliminate all weather people from the earth. I, you know, like, I guess if they're going to be wrong all the time, be more interesting as people. I see. Right, like maybe. I don't have... think it's. I don't think it's necessarily that they are wrong all the time. I think they kind of have to overestimate what's going to happen. They have to work people into a frenzy. It's not. It's not even about working people into a frenzy. It's you got to remember the people that are actually relying on the news to tell them the weather. It's it's people who, if something might happen, need to like be fully aware that something's going to happen. Like maybe the elderly. The elderly, like people in rural areas, like that that kind of thing. That's right. So like, like you would have to go into your your like run across the field. When I was a kid, yeah, we would yeah. have to 
go to the house that had a basement. Because, I mean, as far as I know, there's never been a tornado touchdown in Des Moines in my entire life, but we have multiple tornado watches a year. Right. I think it's, I think it's really just to, like, make sure people are aware. I think it's kind of fun. Kind of covering their butt, too. Yeah. So they can't come back and go, hey. You didn't tell us. Didn't now, tell granted, them. now, granted, there are the days <laughs> when they say, like, oh, it's going to snow 12 inches and nothing happens. Right. Those do happen. And then things get shut down, and then they're like, oh, you better come in on the weekend. <laughs> we shut down on accident. Sorry. They do, like, a ghillie. From <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, we're calling vaginas Debbie. We established right, that. Yeah. And buttholes, Eddie. Eddie, Debbie, yeah. and Eddie. That sounds like a, a Billy Joel song. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't. Is. I don't think I heard that one. What's the genesis of this? Um, it was just Tyler Walsh. Um, misheard of us calling. <laughs> calling um Debbie Steam. He thought we were saying Debbie Steam, and that Debbies were vaginas. And we were like, we should come up with a new slang term this episode. And then it was like, well, it just happened naturally by Tyler mishearing something. Right. Fucking rodeo clown. Yeah, that I, rodeo clown. I did get an Eddie steam this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> You're ready to go. Ready for some connections. <laughs> I gotta find that come and go. You gotta find that house. The corridor <laughs> the in the back. That's right. That one. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I'm for the record. I'm not on board with calling vaginas Debbies. But you gotta get on board. I, I can't support it because it makes me think of little Debbie snack cakes. What's wrong with that? That sounds like a nice vagina. Yeah. Like it could you know, be zebra yeah. cakes, it could be Swiss cake rolls, it could be anything. Well, the, Fudge the only, brownies. <laughs> only problem with that is that my favorite Little Debbies were always the Boston cream pies. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys, this is not about vaginas. Oh, or well then I'm cakes. leaving. <laughs> Luke, this vagina is on... ritter, everybody. <laughs> This is kind of on the same thing, though, but... Okay, like, people's nicknames are, like, slang. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable with it? Do you just pick it up right away and use it, and you're like, no, it's fine, it's cool, I can say this? No, I never use anyone's I, name. No, I, no. But are you talking about, like, if is it, like, a, a nickname, like, you, like, Casey, if someone just called you Case or K, or, yeah. like, if they're, like, when I was growing up, There'd My dad totally and his friends, names. they were, like, named after animals. They'd be, like, a moose and a... <laughs> like, yeah. that's extreme to me. But, yeah, I'm not comfortable with, really, any of them. Right. And it's, like, unless I invent it myself, I'm not saying it. I'm not saying slang. I'm not saying nicknames. I'm just... Right. I used Talking to call like an old lady. It, I, have an, I, have an, I have an opposite problem, actually. Where you just pick it up and roll with it? No, I'll, I'll roll with whatever people want to be called. But my particular problem is that people try to attribute a formal name that doesn't exist to me. Oh, right. Because my legal name is Tommy. Your legal... Yeah. Yeah. It's, not, you... it's not Thomas. But so, like, people will try to call me Thomas and it bothers me. Yeah. Because it's not your name. Yeah. I used to call you Teej, so I guess that's a nickname. Yeah, that was just because John Idy couldn't read a Twitter handle correctly. <laughs> I got called TJ for like two years. John Idy. God. No. <laughs> I don't know John Idy. No, that was the exact perfect reaction. <laughs> we miss you, John. R.I.P. I talk to him every day. <laughs> Does he still call you Teej? No. 
Or, no, you called him Teach. I used to anything. call him Teach, yeah. No, but I am going to download this podcast and cut out just the part where you say, John Eide, God. <laughs> and then I'm going to loop it and send it to him. Just an hour loop. Like, you know, if you go on YouTube, you can find a video that's just 10 hours of the Price is Right horn over and over again. Yeah, what the? Like... Yeah, that one. I'm going to find one that's just... Which kind of sounds like John Heidi. <laughs> can't believe I said that. I'm sorry, John. I, I love you and miss you. <laughs> he doesn't like this podcast Facebook page. I don't know. <laughs> You know, maybe if he knows we're talking about him, you know, get a bigger audience. We should talk about more people to he get more people. He probably knows. <laughs> he senses it. He senses people are talking about him. <laughs> so I'm not comfortable. But I do call, you know, Meebok, I call her my G-child, but it's like she calls me her G-ma. So it's like we do, invented that so it's comfortable. But is that, do you have other nicknames people call you? Um, G Child was also Nate Dog's nickname for Warren G. Yeah, that's. What, I'm just like Warren G. At at work, Scott is Junior, and everyone's just like it's Junior. He is not a Junior, unlike you, Tommy. I was gonna say, yeah, I'm that at work too, but I also work for my dad. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Scott is. Why are you Junior? No. But he is Junior, and like. My dad, his partner growing up, was always dog, so whenever he would call, he'd be like, Yo, dog! Like that, and call him his nickname. And he was dog for, you know, forever. Now Scott is junior. For the rest of your life, you're going to be junior, as long as you know these people. <laughs> Are you comfortable with that? Yeah. Tom, does your dad refer to you as junior, Tommy, or does that... No. No. What does he refer to me as? I don't know if he refers to me as anything. Really. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't acknowledged your. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I just, I just, I just don't think we really use names all that much. I actually have that problem in real life where I will forget people's names because I don't use them ever. His dad yeah. is actually a projection. <laughs> <laughs> like, except, except while we're recording and like mentioning stuff Luke has said, I doubt I've called him Luke. All yeah, day. probably not because yeah. it's weird how often you don't actually yeah. say people's names. In the movie Teen Witch, she says the guy's name to him a lot, and it's off-putting, because she's like, sure, Brad. And it's like, no one talks that way. No one talks that way. Okay, speaking of movies, 48-hour films is coming up. We're all doing it. Hell yeah. It's going to be fucking great. Yes, the July 22nd, I think. I don't know. Is that when it is, Scott? Sure. Sometime around there. I'm not well, sure. what people always ask me is, last week, is, do you know what you're doing? And then I'm like, well, no, because we aren't supposed to know what we're It'd doing. It'd really help if we knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We should have written movies for every single genre, <laughs> had it already, or just had a movie that we're like, we'll just work our genre in. Right. But. Film, we should have filmed every single genre. Yeah. And are we ready? We're as ready as we ever are. We just show Which up is and, not at all. Yeah. We just, <laughs> we just show up and we just go crazy for a while and then magic happens. Friday, July 22nd. There we go. Friday, July 22nd. Tommy, you are our... Um, I don't remember Ensemble what Large, scary person. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was like the sex symbol of the movie. Oh, I'm into that. Okay. 
I will immediately adopt that role with too much fervor. <laughs> so I'm we'll... already taking my shirt off. <laughs> Maybe we'll all take our shirts off. Not. No, no I not won't. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a good comedy thing. <laughs> As I very loudly exclaimed earlier before describing in detail pro wrestling stuff, I have no shame. <laughs> <laughs> I have so much shame, it's just like overwhelming. I would want, like, I'll want, to if I'm going to act in this, mm-hmm. to be made up as unnoticeable as, like, you don't even recognize me. It's I'm just You're immersed be in un-cis. some... You're going to be uncis. I might, I might be a different gender. Yeah. I might be genderless. Yep. I might be an inanimate object. You don't know. I mean, it could be anything. And um, maybe an invisible wrestler. Maybe an invisible wrestler. <laughs> that would be very easy to play. Yeah. Let's maybe work that in. Or Bigfoot again. Whatever. We'll see what we're into that week. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we're not still into glory holes. <laughs> Hopefully we never get out of the glory hole. <laughs> um, okay, so now it's the time where we get to plugs. All right. We're all plugging something. So everyone think of something okay. they think the world needs to know about. And I'll go first. Um, Want to, of course, plug Cold Sweats Podcast, BFPs. You know, we haven't gone on a Bigfoot hunt, but maybe we'll go again mm-hmm. with other people. Start our own show. And Dinner for Two with Denver, video podcast, super great. Get your hair cut by TJ. Look at how good my hair looks. Really great. TJ did it. And don't look at my hair because it's in a in a hat. Why? Because TJ didn't cut my hair. <laughs> <laughs> If TJ doesn't cut your hair, you have to wear hats. Yes. So if you see anyone with a hat, just know TJ didn't cut their hair. Mm -hmm. Um, And then this is on behalf of Dan, um, Submit to Beast Village. It looks like they're really pushing early bird submissions. You'll save money. If you're a comedian. Yeah. We should specify. Don't, not just anyone. Yeah, not just anyone. Uh, Please submit your spoken word poetry. (laughs) Are you reviewing the videos, Tommy? No, Are you I'm part not. Part of the committee. No, but I Who's know. But I know if they get a paid submission, they have to watch it. So please submit all of your slam poetry. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be worth it to pay the money just to force them to watch your slam poetry. So submit your slam poetry to Beast Village. I don't know. Google Beast Village. I don't have. They the have website. a Facebook page, I believe. Yeah, they have a Facebook page. Oh, I hope they're the. I mean, they're kind of the the fa- the company that helped. Well. A branch of that is my record label. Yeah. So, yes. I hope and, a couple months from now I get an angry talking to about how much fucking poetry they had to watch. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and listen to Luke's old album and eventually your new album, which yes. has been happening. Which is, is in the process of happening. What do you say, Scott? I'm thinking by September it'll be ready to go. We don't have too much more to go on it, so... Yeah. Had a big breakthrough today, bigger than the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. And also, flotation therapy was at our work again, so it was, you know, a nice reminder to go float in float tanks at flotation therapy. West Des Moines. All right, now whose turn is it to plug? Who wants to plug something next? Luke, plug uh, something. Well, uh, listen to the album, Late Bloom. How many times should they listen to it? As as many times as they want. Uh, it's, it's minimum. A, minimum seventy. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
It's on. Uh, it's through Beast Village Records, uh, mm-hmm. uh, so you can just go to the Beast Village site and uh, check out, download the album. Uh, you don't have. You can get it for free. We'd appreciate a little donation if you could. Yeah, people have money because that helps. That goes to help pay to keep it on the, you know, in the f- different formats, and mm-hmm. it, it helps go to. And also listen to some of the other fantastic comedy albums that are on Beast Village Records. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I think Patrick Hasty just released an EP that's on there, and uh, many others. So go to Beast Village Records and listen to the whole. Listen to the whole catalog. There you go. Tommy? Uh, Well, I've got Adult Pizza Party every month at Felix and Oscars on the second Thursday of the month. Uh, Next one's July 14th with Josh Alton, and that'll be awesome. Uh, And it's $10 for the show and all-you-can-eat pizza. I'd like to give a shout-out to John (laughs) Idy. We love and miss you, John. We'd all like to give a shout-out to John Idy. Uh, no, I take that back immediately. <laughs> well, I don't. I love and miss you, John. I don't, I, I don't know you, John. I bet you're fine. He's fine. He's okay. fine. He's fine. Yeah. I, talk, I talk to him every day. Yeah. But, uh, no, uh, what else do I got going on? Uh, oh, I really have nothing else going on. I just realized. <laughs> just adult pizza party. So Let's sh- plug nothing else. I'll plug, uh. <laughs> nothing else. Plug my friend uh, Jamie Carbone, who's a comic in Chicago, who has made it his goal in life to become best friends with uh, Johnny Resnick, the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls. That's a great How goal. How is his, uh, his uh, goal coming so far? Uh, it's mostly happening through tweeting at him, so. <laughs> well, hopefully they make a connection. Hopefully that connection doesn't stay missed. His main argument is that he has a Wii U, and it's fairly compelling, so. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, what are you plugging? Plug something. What do you mean? Just plug something. I plug, uh, what would I have? I don't do, I don't have anything. What do you mean? All of us have something to plug. You can plug wood. Wood? Plug wood then. (laughs) Just check it out. Check out wood. Yeah, check out various woods. <laughs> or old uh, 48 hour films can be seen on yeah. the YouTubes. Yep, it's on sure. the YouTubes. Yep. And so, thank you, Tommy, for being here. It's been super fun. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'd also like to give a brief plug to the CIA for their cover of 9 11. Yeah. Shout out. Hope Tom Deluge. Is that you do a Sammy Sosa <laughs> to the CIA? <laughs> What's a Sammy Sosa? Is that where you go, whatever. <laughs> Big ups to my buddies in the false flag department. Betsy Ross of false flag. <laughs> Goodbye. I don't know. Is this over? It feels very over. We will. We'll see you next time. Yep. We Let's will. just keep talking. Is when Scott sits up. Yeah, whenever Scott sits up. Came in close, I heard a voice.
turning water into wine. 